I am so excited to share with you the doors open for my new group coaching program, Booked Out, Not Burnt Out Business Owners, on July 24th. So if you're listening to this and you're thinking, Chelsea, I am this close to burnout, please help me. This group is going to be perfect for you, the recovering overachiever who doesn't know how to say no. Picture this. You've reached the point where you are so overwhelmed, you don't even know what to do next. So you reach for your phone, you put around the house, you clean up here and there, you check your email a few times, and at the end of the day, you didn't get anything done, and that cycle of overwhelm continues. This is so common in business owners, and I've definitely been there myself too. But as a time management and productivity coach, I know how important it is to find personalized systems and tools that work best for you. It's not necessarily complicated, but it is personal. So if you are ready to work with less stress, less guilt, less overwhelm, and to have that personalized structure that works just for you, aka no waking up at five o'clock in the morning, you are not a morning person, then you should definitely join the waitlist for the booked out, not burnt out business owners group. If you join the waitlist, you get special waitlist pricing, behind the scene previews, and so much more with doors officially opening July 24th. From there, it'll be open enrollment, but you definitely want to join right away to take advantage of some of those early bird offerings. So join the waitlist at the link in my bio or DM me on Instagram at Chelsea M Coaching to learn more. Hi, I'm Chelsea Newmeyer, and I'm a time management and productivity coach. My goal is to help you go from overwhelmed to under control without a strict schedule or a bunch of productivity hacks. Each week, we'll talk about productivity mindset, actionable advice, my favorite resources, and you'll hear from guests just like you who are maximizing their limited resources. If you're anything like me, you're listening to this on the go, so check out the show notes and follow me on Instagram to learn more. Okay, let's start the episode. Hi, everyone. Today, I'm really excited to be talking about routines and habits and what routines that you can do today that will make your life easier tomorrow. I want to start this episode by talking about the difference between a routine and a habit. It's really important to understand the difference. And when we don't, this is where we can start setting ourselves up for failure instead of setting ourselves up for success. A habit is an impulse to do a behavior with little or no conscious thought. Not doing a habit feels uncomfortable. So an example of this would be not brushing your teeth first thing in the morning or not washing your hands after you go to the bathroom or not wearing your favorite piece of jewelry. You're going to spend the day thinking about how icky your teeth feel or how gross your hands are, or you're going to be reaching for your necklace or trying to spin the ring that's not on your finger. These are unconscious things that we do without much thought, without much decision-making, and they're ingrained in us to such a point where we are uncomfortable without them. By forming a habit, we're really freeing our brain up to do other things without much deliberation because you're not waking up and deciding to brush your teeth with that particular brand of toothpaste. You're just doing it. You're not waking up and deciding this is the ring I'm going to wear today because that's the ring you always wear. And habits have an incredible value because of the amount of brain space that they free up. But again, a habit is something that we can do with little to no conscious thought. So when we apply a habit to something that's truly a routine, that's where we can get into some trouble. A routine is a series of behaviors frequently repeated. Therefore, skipping a routine doesn't feel as bad. 
They can be more easily missed or forgotten because they require some additional effort. Working out is a really tough habit to have because think of all of the steps and decisions that you have to make in order to get that workout done. You have to decide what you're going to wear, where you're going to go, what kind of workout you're going to do, who you're going to go with, what's the weather like. It's a lot of things to decide. Versus even if you plan it out the day before, right? You still have to wake up and do all of those steps in order to get that workout done. But that is a routine. Setting out your clothes the night before, waking up, brushing your teeth, getting dressed, going to maybe it's the same workout class you do every day or the same routine you do every day, that can be a really consistent and a great example of a routine. But again, when we try to make that a habit, we can start feeling really disappointed in ourselves or discouraged because it's never going to be something that we're going to wake up and automatically do. You never like wake up and find yourself on the elliptical, right? Like that's, (laughs) you have so many more thoughts that have to happen before we're there. So I just wanted to set the stage there and really make sure that everybody understands the difference because as we're building these routines, they could be made up of smaller habits. They could be made up of things that we do without much thought. And frankly, we can get to a point where a routine does feel uncomfortable not to do. If you were consistently going to a workout class and you miss one, you may be bummed or disappointed or feel a little uncomfortable that you didn't get your workout in because you're so used to it. And I applaud the people who get to that place with a routine. But again, it is not the same thing as a habit. So I learn best with examples. And so I'm going to walk you through how I created my morning routine. And we're going to backtrack from there so that you can create routines that are going to work best for you. Overall, I recommend people start with four basic routines. The first one being a morning routine, so how we start our day. The second being an evening routine or how we end our day. This is especially important because sleep hygiene is so important. When I say sleep hygiene, I mean by doing the same thing every night, we start to train our brain that it's bedtime. So if you are someone who struggles with sleep or a little bit of anxiety or has racing thoughts when you go into bed, building an evening routine that is consistent, especially if it's consistently around the same time, can be a huge asset to getting better, more quality sleep. And then I also like to think about a work start routine and a work end routine. The work start routine is to just get you in the mind space of work time, of focus time. And the work end routine is the opposite. It's to help you disconnect from work. And this is especially helpful if you are working from home or in an environment where you see your workspace because you don't have the same impact of leaving, right? And driving away or walking away from your workspace. So we have to create that kind of artificial commute. So we'll talk more about those in a little bit. But again, I want to jump back to an example with my morning routine. So whenever you're creating a routine, the first thing I want you to do is think about the goal. You can have a variety of goals when it comes to a routine. The goal could be, or the routine could be to get healthier, to feel grounded, to feel more at peace, to be more organized, to learn, to connect with others. Decide what the goal of that routine is going to be. So the goal of my morning routine is to help me feel more grounded and more organized for my day. With that in mind, I built the steps around that. So 
I created the best case morning routine. So for me, that means waking up around six. I get my cup of coffee because coffee first. And then I do my habit tracker, which is a piece of paper that I highlight for the habits that I did the day before. And then I journal for about a full page. And this is typically mostly journals, some diary pieces, right? It's a little bit of both. And then I read the Bible, two to three pages. I'm mostly doing this as a educational exercise. I really want to learn more about the Bible. So I've been reading that for about a year now. Slow going, two to three pages is best case scenario for me. And then I read a chapter of a nonfiction book. Right now I'm reading all about human design. It's fascinating. I love it. Then I'll do a 30-minute Peloton workout that could be on the bike. It could be weights. It could be a run. I'll walk my dog, Leia, and talk to my best friend on her commute to work. So I usually have to be out the door for this by around 7.30. So her and I can talk from 7.30 to 8 o'clock while she commutes to work, and I walk the dog. Then I'll come inside. I'll clean up the kitchen, do the dishes. I hate doing the dishes at night, so I do them in the morning. gives me that little bit of motivation to, to get some stuff accomplished right first thing in the morning. And this is when I'll talk to my sister because this is her commute to work. Then I'll prep my breakfast and all my beverages and bring them up to my office. I'll tidy and reset the house. So just refolding the covers in the living room, making the bed, things like that. Then I get myself ready for the day and I'm typically at my desk around nine. So that's a lot. That's best case scenario. That's me moving at a clip and feeling really good and energized and ready for the day. So if you've done that far, right, you've created a best case scenario for your morning or evening routine. These are all the steps that you would like to accomplish and to that, to what capacity for that routine. But then I want you to ask, what if things go wrong? What if I'm not at my best? What if I didn't sleep great and I need an extra 30 minutes of sleep? What if I am rushing to get to bed because... I was up too late working, or I got sucked into a TV show and lost track of time. How can we create the second best case scenario for our routines to ensure that we're still meeting the goal? Again, my goal in my morning routine is to be grounded and organized. So what can I do to ensure that I'm still grounded and organized? My second best scenario is that I wake up and get my coffee, and I do my habit tracker, and I journal for a couple minutes. I don't necessarily fill the page. I read one or two verses in the Bible versus one or two pages. I read one or two pages in my nonfiction versus a full chapter. I am still accomplishing all those goals. I am still meeting those habits and the things that I want to accomplish just at a smaller scale. And that's okay with me. Because if I had an all or nothing mindset, then I wouldn't do any of it. And then I wouldn't be starting my day feeling grounded and organized. My dog's walk might be a little bit shortened. Or I might miss tidying up some additional rooms of the house. And again, that's okay. The goal has to be finished around nine because that's when I typically start work. Maybe I go a little bit later. That's another second best case scenario for me is I just start work a little bit later if I can, if I don't have a nine o'clock meeting. So you can see with this example that really the mindset that's important here is to not lean in and default to that all or nothing mindset. A 15 minute workout is better than no workout. 
It may not be 30 minutes, but it's still something. And there's actually was this great study done uh, on the Google team where they split the group into two groups. One group got to had to work out within a time frame that they designated. So if they said, I want to work out in the morning, they only got paid if they worked out between seven and nine. The other group said, I really like to work out in the morning between seven and nine, but they got paid even if they didn't work out within that window. They didn't work out until 9 p.m. They still got paid because they still worked out. At the end of the study, the group that stayed consistent with their workouts was the group that had that flexibility because it, they didn't have that all or nothing mindset. They, they, if they missed the window, they were still going to get rewarded. So they still had an incentive to do the workout. So again, it's just changing that framework of what's the ultimate goal. Sometimes I do my workout or my morning routine in the middle of the day. Sometimes I do it at night if my morning is really crappy. But it doesn't mean that I'm, it's not successful. It doesn't mean it's not serving its purpose for me. And so I want you to be thinking about this as you build those routines. What is that minimum standard and what is the best case scenario to ensure that you are still reaping the benefits of that? In an evening routine, you may have a complicated skincare system you want to do. But if you're rushing to go to bed, maybe you just moisturize. And that doesn't negate the impact that you can have by just being consistent with that. Still better than nothing. And give yourself the time and space to do it. Say tomorrow, I'm going to start getting ready for bed earlier so that I can get these things done. Set that routine or set that alarm. So jog your memory to snap you out of the TV show that you're watching. When we miss it consistently, then we have to, you know, take a, take a second to evaluate if something's not clicking, if it's not serving, if it's purpose, if you don't enjoy the things that you have to do, if you hate your workout. And so you're missing it every single day. You're intentionally sleeping in or consciously or unconsciously sleeping in so that you miss your workout. It's not the workout's it's not your fault. It's the wrong workout. You got to find something you're excited about. I mean, the best tool is going to be the one that you can stick with, the one that works for you. Maybe you don't run that day. Maybe you stretch instead. Maybe you do a Zumba dance class to get your energy up. Maybe you just do a gentle yoga. But find that happy medium. Find that energy and effort that you can put into the activity to help you get the ultimate goal without it being an all or nothing situation. Digging into the start routine and kind of work end routine a little bit more. These are much shorter for most people. For me, my work start routine is just reviewing my to-do list that I wrote the night before, making sure that my desk is tidy and that I have everything I need, closing down any unnecessary tabs and Word documents or Excel documents or anything that I left up on my computer from the night before. And, you know, kind of jumping into my day into those tasks. My end of the day work routine involves me trying to get to inbox zero. It doesn't always happen at the end of the day because to me, it's more important to end my day than to get to inbox zero. But during that time, I will write my to-do list for the next day. I will tidy up my desk and bring any dishes downstairs. And then I'll try to get to inbox zero before I close, close everything down. So think of what's going to help you get into the zone. 
Is it putting on your favorite song or lighting a candle at your desk? Find those opportunities to personalize the system and create something that you love and that you're excited about doing every single day. Don't beat yourself up if you miss it. It's okay. Let's try again the next day. And if you're struggling, if you're really struggling to get through it all, take a look and make sure that it's all the right things for you. And that's actually really important to you. And it's okay if it's not. It's okay if you're not a journaler or a meditator. You don't have to be one. If that's not a great system for you, don't sit down and meditate in the mornings. Try it at lunch. Maybe that's a better time for you. Try a walking meditation and get moving. And this is an opportunity to be creative and pay attention to what is going to work best for you. I hope this was helpful. Please let me know on Instagram at Chelsea M Coaching. Please check out my resources and everything listed in the show notes. I absolutely love talking about this stuff. So I hope I hear from you soon and I can't wait to talk to you again. Thank you for enjoying another episode of From Overwhelmed to Under Control. I hope you're feeling one step closer to your goals. Don't forget to check out the show notes and follow along on Instagram at Chelsea and Coaching. I look forward to talking to you soon.